0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Feed and Focus for Remote Work and Digital Nomads podcast. I'm your host Angela Sharina, and I'm here to deliver you all the brain tools you can use to look, feel, and do your absolute best. And sometimes uh, people are surprised. You're like, you help people to use their brain better, but how is it going to help me to, let's say, get stronger or lose weight? And I kind of didn't think that much about that while at the beginning of my work as a coach. And I started in health and weight loss and fitness. But now as I'm learning more and more neuroscience, and there is more and more neuroscience research coming out about how different brain states affect our emotions and our decision-making, for me, this question now is like, uh, how it is not related to our weight loss or our getting stronger Uh, journey, because in order to get stronger and, or in order to lose weight, we need to build certain habits to maintain the progress long term and to get the progress in the first place, right? When it comes to, uh, weight loss, we need to eat certain foods or not eat certain foods. We need to, we might need to move much more. Um, exercise is good for everything, but for weight loss, you know, it's more about nutrition. Uh, if we want to get stronger, we want to start doing certain challenging workouts, right? And each of them, each of this smaller and bigger things that we need to do, again, we need to have skills to build habits. We need to build skills to get through challenging times and keep going instead of just going back and forth. And our brain is very kind of lazy. It's always trying to save us from unnecessary effort to save energy, to save resources, right? And it's kinda want to play against us at the beginning because it doesn't want us to do new things. And if you're at the beginning of some journey, you are going to do a lot of new things, right? So we need to be able to overcome those challenges. We need to be reframing times when we fail and when everything doesn't go our way, right? Um, we need to build skills to Keep our motivation going long term, especially when we don't feel like doing much, right? And we're just feeling like stinking bad instead of working out and need a lot of, a lot of food and watching TV. So these are just some of the skills and they all brain-related. The better we know how to use our brain so it helps us to make better decisions and achieve our goals, the better we are at achieving any goal. You know, for me personally, yeah, I struggle in my life with challenges, like, let's say, uh, business challenges right now, mostly. Um, and... But the struggle doesn't come from within me. And I was talking also about that to my friend uh, when we were going to, when we were doing a trip to Tulum to, to go to a more beautiful beach. But anyhow, we were talking about that, that when you know how to use your brain, you struggle in life, but you don't struggle with yourself. And there is a huge difference, guys. When you struggle with things in the world, well, you, where, when you have challenges in the world, they might feel difficult and tough. You might be tired and exhausted sometimes. But inside, when you don't struggle with yourself, you feel good. Because you are making progress. Sometimes it's slower. Sometimes it's faster. You are moving towards things that you want in your life. And you're growing. Isn't that what the whole human journey is all about? And when you're not struggling with yourself, not uh, having negative self-talk, when you Know exactly where you're going when, when, you know, your priorities, your values, your, uh, true desires, right? And you feel like you're aligned with where you're going. When you don't struggle, when you don't self doubt, when you're truly in the journey, helping yourself to get there, supporting yourself to get there, doing everything in your power to make sure that you have everything you need to. Continue but but also to keep caring of yourself, right, when you feel that total support for yourself inside, there is no doubt about that that you know you love yourself, and yeah at times at times it might be tough, it, you might have struggles, but you still feel like, yeah, but how can I support Angela? I you know talking on myself, how can I support you through this journey? We need to take it, but what can I do? To help you to get through that uh, in a more caring, you know, sustainable way, in a more kind way. And when you don't struggle with yourself, it's a much more, I don't know, fulfilling, rewarding, and not so much, not necessarily all the time pleasurable, but um there is something deeply satisfying about that journey right so when you know how to use your brain you just you stop struggling with yourself you only have struggles with the world and, and that guys and especially girls that frees up so much energy because if you're always, for example, thinking about, or oh, you know, I need to lose weight and feel good in my body, or only after that I can uh, go after certain goals or or do certain things, right? And you always have this negative self talk and kind of not fully accepting yourself, like it's gonna consume a lot of your energy, whether you think about that or not. And I know that because I was that in that place, doubting myself about a lot of things due to my autoimmune condition conditions due to um, a lot of self-talk that I got from my sister and from my mom. You know, as a kid, you also absorb a lot of things. And so you absorb a lot of people's self, like doubts not necessarily yours at all. And then on top of that, you are going through something And so you start being in your head more often than in the world doing something. And that struggle consumes a lot of energy, struggle with yourself, right? You want to do, go exercise and eat all this healthy food, but there is a voice inside of you saying, oh, you know, you gotta do it because you're not enough. And you you know, look at yourself and that consumes a lot of energy. That's, That's what I'm saying. So. When you know how to use your brain, and by that I mean you know how to build habits, uh, you know how to change your self-talk to a more constructive one, you know how to support yourself mentally and emotionally through tough times, you know how to support your lifestyle, so... uh, you are stronger and more capable at going through um, challenges. You uh, know how to self-motivate through tough times, right? When you have all these skills, you know how to keep yourself focused, how to be less anxious, more confident. You know how to find good even in the toughest times. Like when you when you know all that and you put it into practice and it becomes your second nature, if there is no energy consumed by inside jobs so to speak inside work inside talk and all this is that all the energy goes into pursuit of meaningful things in your life and that's beautiful guys so again when you start using your brain when you start learning how to use it to help you to go in life where you want to go you stop struggling with yourself you, yeah you keep struggling with the world and stop struggling with yourself uh and that's how it helps you to lose weight or get stronger because we human beings, we are very, very, very capable. And more often than not, what stands in our way preventing uh, us from getting everything that we want is ourselves. That the most powerful traffic light that has red for us, right? The rest, the rest is not that actually... Complex, it's complex, but you know, we can figure it out. That's what humans do. We figure things out. Everything is figureoutable. Besides that, today I wanted to talk to you about different tools. You know, we talk a lot about tools for motivation, for focus, for uh, creativity. Actually, we want to talk more about that. For not procrastinating. By the way, tomorrow is gonna be an episode. Everything you. Need you want to know about procrastination from the world, the world of neuroscience and all the related research. So you never procrastinate on the things that you want to do that are meaningful to you, that are important. So tomorrow about procrastination today is about why it is important and probably better to learn first the cognitive skills of changing your mental state or approaching certain desired state like motivation, focus, um, or confidence, right? Why it's better to know tools that are not related to substances um, like coffee, let's say, or chocolate, um, or what else? Or oh, different foods or for, or supplements, right? Like uh, even alpha-GPC. Um, I'm not talking about obviously essential vitamins, minerals. like that's a different story. But why it is better to use cognitive or your internal tools than it is to use um, different substances, even though most of them don't have a lot of negative side effects. But why is it better to use your internal resources? For one simple reason, When you use external resources, like when you take um, a supplement, a nootropic, a smart drug, or a psychoactive substance like caffeine, when you take those outside helpers in, they don't work as precisely as what you can create internally. So let's say you decided to work on motivation. And motivation is a chemical state in your brain. And you can actually create it by appropriate self-talk. Of course, you also, guys, remember all this. You, if you don't have a healthy lifestyle, the one that human beings need to have, to have great brain and body chemistry, like if you don't sleep well, if you don't exercise, if you don't expose yourself to light, everything going to be screwed up. Like, this is out of the question. But if you have all this and on some morning you wake up and it's inevitably gonna happen you we're all gonna have stressors in our life so you wake up and you're not feeling that motivated right if you create chemistry in your brain for motivation internally doing things, like starting your day with exercise, thinking about important goals. And by the way, we walked through four cognitive steps, most important steps for motivation, on the episode that we did on Monday. So listen to that one if you really want to master your motivation self-talk. But yeah, let's, let's say you woke up not motivated, and you need to create this motivation chemistry in your brain to start your day in a powerful way and to do to achieve to pursue things in a powerful way, that things that needs to be done. So you woke up, you exercise, you uh, view light, um, and then you start talking to yourself. You connect to your bigger why, your vision, like why, I, why, why is it important to do what I want to do today, right? My bigger why, the picture of my life, like why is it meaningful to me? And how do the steps that I need to do today are connected to my bigger vision picture of my life, right? the things that I'm very passionate about building. Once you start having this self-talk and really connecting, visualizing very vividly, feeling it, touching it, tasting this vision, once you start doing that and you connect to that reward, so to speak, in your mind, very, very vividly and essentially, right, again, you can almost taste it in your mouth, like that vision, it's almost here. Once you connect to that vision in that way, and you truly understand the connection between you, what you need to do and that very exciting vision, your brain starts releasing dopamine. And the closer you kind of manage to make this vision come to you, like, yeah, This is, you know, the step that I'm working also right now, because you also, as we talked on Monday, need to break down your bigger goal, like 20-year vision into smaller goals, because that helps you to release more dopamine. The closer the achievement of any goal, meaningful goal, the more your brain releases dopamine, right? And dopamine is a molecule of motivation. So you connect to your vision, you make it closer, you choose the goal that is almost in your grasp, if not today, then tomorrow or the day after, right? You feel it very, very, it's very, very close to you. And once you start feeling that, your brain starts releasing a lot, a lot, a lot more dopamine. And the more dopamine you release, the more motivated you start feeling. And also from dopamine, we make norepinephrine or noradrenaline. That's the molecule that um, kind of pushes you to the edge a little bit, a little bit of a stressor kick in the butt molecule. But it also, one of its major purposes is to release energy for action. it's made out of dopamine so those are kind of like very close relatives dopamine noradrenaline you know you get this drive you get this energy and because it is created internally you cannot overdo it like you cannot overstimulate your dopamine from inside out maybe you can i don't know how excited you need to get yourself but it's very hard to do um naturally by self-talk uh, unless you just start doing it for hours. Um, the point is, when you create those resources internally, it's almost impossible. Like, I don't know of anyone, any case who overstimulated themselves by talking to themselves, right? When you create resources internally, like dopamine, this molecular motivation, it is much easier for your body to control the amount and to use the resources, not overuse them, so it doesn't lead to burnout. When you start using substances that are created by our civilization, psychoactive substances like caffeine, that also stimulates your dopamine system, you can easily overdo it. Almost all of us are familiar with that feeling. When you overdid coffee, maybe you did not know that, and you're jittery and you have all this energy and excitement, but for some reason you are freaking not able to sit down and do anything. You're just overly excited and jittery and energetic, but just not able to do any focused work, right? So what happened? you overstimulated that system to the point where you just release a lot of energy, but the rest of the chemistry is very unbalanced so you actually can't sit down and do the work that you need to be able to do. So here are two examples, right? Self-talk, connecting to your vision. And of course, again, I'm talking about it's on top of of the healthy lifestyle that supports that chemistry in the first place. Self-talk or psychoactive compound that caffeine is. You cannot overdo self-talk. Your body knows how to manage resources created internally. You can easily overdo caffeine you can overdo caffeine to the point of anxiety. In studies, they use um, high amounts of caffeine to induce anxiety of people on, on people. And you can actually get it there get there yourself with two big coffees. Even like one venti will be enough for, for most people to get those 400 milligrams of caffeine. That is like horse doors, dose of caffeine. So you can easily overdo caffeine. And it's very hard for your body to manage, just like with a lot of supplements. That's why a lot of brain drugs or nootropics, they do not work all that well. Because you really have to figure out your perfect dose. Once you figure it out, it kind of works. But until you do, you'll be going through a lot of trial and error, especially if you take like several things in the morning or afternoon, whatever time of the day. It's very hard to to manage, you know. And a lot of nootropics, a lot of smart drugs compounds, they do have quite a lot of things in them. That And they're hit or miss. They work for some people. They do not work for other people. It depends on people's brain types you know, a lot and the whole lifestyle and nutrition of that specific person, right? So things that we bring into our body outside are just very hard to control for our body, hard to manage. Things that we do inside... Uh, and that goes also to the lifestyle, things like cold shower, for example, um, self-talk, visualizations, all of those things are easy for the body, for the brain to manage. And that's why first, also Andrew Huberman, my favorite neuroscientist out there, he always talks about the same things, behaviors, protocols, and cognitive behavior, practicals, or self-talk are also behaviors, also things that we do, right? Even though it's more in in the mind. So all of those things Andrew Huberman says first, and only that um, you should think about nutrition and different compounds, etc. And for that specific reason, it's much easier to dose what you do inside and what your body and brain create by themselves. It's much easier to balance into dose and to... Uh, Measure to find your minimum or the most effective dose than when you bring in external compounds. So understand that, and also understand why some smart drugs just don't work for most people just because too much stuff and it just doesn't work for an individual brain. That's why also Andrew Huberman and myself we prefer single. Compounds when it comes to supplements, because at least then you can kind of manage. Okay, maybe I'll take half a pill, see how I go. Maybe I take the whole pill. Maybe I take two pills. Can different brains um, require different kind of like stimulation and and dosage? And then you can adjust. Okay, this thing works or doesn't work. Uh, Whereas if you have a nootropic, a smart drug that has like a lot, a bunch of stuff in it and it doesn't work, it's probably not going to work at any amount of dosage just because of the combination of stuff. Too little of something, too much of something else. And that's it, guys. That's kind of a deeper dive into... And uh, it's a framework that that you can use when choosing different tools to improve, let's say, your motivation levels. And we're going to talk more about Things like creativity and focus and memory and learning, how you can improve those. But always remember behaviors and inside job first, and only then food pharmacology, like all kinds of uh, supplements. I don't recommend here um, medications and any sorts of drugs. I'm not qualified for that. So, but any, even when you decide to take any supplement, please do consult with your doctor if you have any conditions or, um, other professional if you have any doubts right just and always be mindful and maybe do a little bit of google research or even better consult with someone like myself or another professional i'm not talking about medications i'm talking about even supplements right just be smart about that um hope you enjoyed this podcast and you found a lot of useful things and you found a useful framework to use for all the tools, all the brain tools you can use that you introduced here. Again, behaviors first, uh, your self-talk first, your inside protocols uh, first, and only then things that you bring from outside. Just because, again, it's for your body and your brain, it is easier to control those that you bring from inside, not from outside. Share this episode if you found it useful. If you want to help other people to learn how to use their brains better, share a screenshot, write a review. If you are an iPhone user and on Apple, because you need iTunes to leave a review, um, a screenshot tag me, ask questions, Angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com or sign up for our courses on mybrainmastery.com We also... Uh, retreats are coming, so stay tuned for that announcement. Talking to my uh, retreat partner, but, uh, the first one uh, is going to be... Uh, well, the first one that we are talking about right now is going to be in Bulgaria, and it's going to be in early uh, spring. We might organize something also here in uh, near Cancun, In sunny mexico so stay tuned for that share this podcast readers and have an awesome motivated day guys and remember you have a lot more tools to control your brain and to change your life that you've ever been taught so use it